Love, let's get real here for a second. Are you feeling disheartened and overwhelmed over how little progress your business has made despite the fact that you're doing everything, like day in and day out, you're eating, breathing, sleeping your business? Listen, I have been there and I know exactly how it feels, which is why I really wanted to create this episode for you because I wanted to break down the different phases, the different things that you can do to kind of like reassess um, everything and start fresh. Now, full disclaimer, you can probably hear some kids screaming. It's very hot here today. The kids are in the pool. They're playing. They're having fun. So we're just going to roll with it because, you know, mom life. Okay, so let's chat about what to do if you're overwhelmed and disheartened over how little progress your business has made. So I actually broke down into phases, okay? So phase one is that you need to take time to be sad because I know how hard you're working on this business and I know what it feels like to feel like you're just stuck. Like no matter what you do, you're basically swimming in mud. Like you just don't move forward or backwards and it just like it sucks if we're being super honest and also sidebar i just want to let you know that it's totally normal to have ups and downs in your business listen i have a very successful business my business brings over six figures and i still go there sometimes there are the times where i feel i am not making progress there are the times that i wonder if i am on the right path there are the times that I, I wonder, I ask God, like, is this it? Like, am I on the right path? Am I, am I making the impact? Am I doing the, the thing that you want me to be doing? So I just want to normalize for you these feelings of up and down and just kind of let you know it doesn't really go away. <laughs> so that's that. So anyway, still in phase one, take time to be sad, but also pray because you need to like not lean on your understanding. You need to lean on God and something bigger than you and take time to pray. I think it can be very easy to try to figure everything out on your own and just forget that God's here to help you and God's timing, right? Like he knows what we don't know. So you just need to lean on him and find your strength in him because some things are not meant for us to um, try to sit here and, and figure them out figure them out on our own uh, there I say like everything we need to do we need to bring to God so that's phase one now phase two after you have prayed and you have taken the time to be sad um, phase two you're, you need to regroup all right girl this is the the time that we like dust ourselves up and we pick ourselves up from the floor <laughs> whenever I go through the phases of uh, complete overwhelm and sadness I I lay down on the floor like literally like you find me on the floor in my office just like staring at the ceiling wondering what is this all about but you know phase two is you're ready to regroup and we need to be very honest here what are you doing to grow your business are you stretched out too thin so these are the questions that you need to answer and you need to pull out a sheet of paper and start answering these things the next question is are you on multiple platforms because you have this idea they have to be everywhere and be everything to everyone so let's talk about this for a second what are you actually doing to grow your business because if you're doing 
multiple things and you're not seeing results that the reason why you're not seeing results could be because you are on on multiple platforms doing many many things and that's why you're not seeing results because you're spread out so thin that you're not focused on the thing that you actually need to be doing to move the needle forward in your business and burnout is the fastest way for you to quit anything right like it's just gonna be the fuel to the fire for you to you know start to to let the doubt creep in and all the things that really make you overthink everything in life so be honest in the stage in phase two and again the questions are what are you doing to grow your business are you stretched out thin and are you multiple multiple platforms because you know you have heard that you need to be everywhere and and here's the thing you may think at the end of the day that you're doing one thing right like you know let's say you're a podcaster and you're like you know i'm podcasting that's the only thing i'm doing and you know uh repurposing my content on Instagram is easy, so I do that too. But then when you really think about it, you're not just doing that. You are, you know, trying to repurpose your content on like five different platforms and you have like multiple multiple emails you're sending out a week and multiple offers you're working on. So you're trying to do way too many things. And this is the time now as you're regrouping in phase two, this is the time for you to be honest and write everything down. Like every little thing that you do for your business, it needs to be on this piece of paper. Now, when you're done with this phase, we're going to move on to phase three, which is to analyze. Now, what we need to do here is to look at the data. You guys hear me talk about data all the time and data doesn't lie. So you're going to look at the data and you're going to see the things that performed well in the past. So whether you're looking on Instagram, whether you're looking on your podcast episodes, whether you're looking on your YouTube videos, wherever it is that you put out content, look at the things that are doing well. Is there a common thread? Because this is going to help you with creating content that will actually move your your business forward, right? Here's the thing too. This will give you an idea if maybe you're talking, your message is not aligned. And by looking at the data and seeing the things that are performing really well, and listen, performing really well might be that, you know, this particular episode out of, compared to the other episodes, maybe had an extra 10, 20, 30 downloads than the other episodes. Like those are the things that I want you to look for. And really dissect, what did I talk about? What was it, what was in the title? What was the length? You know, what were the images that were used and dissect and just be, like a scientist on your business and be very matter of fact because you're looking at data. This has nothing to do with your self-worth or anything like that. This is not saying anything about you. These are just the numbers and the numbers don't lie. And then if needed, I would go back to market research. Now, I know you're rolling your eyes at me right now because you have done ICA calls, you have done your help statement more than a thousand times, and like you feel like you know your person, but there's nothing like doing market research for you to really truly understand where your person is at. Because let me tell you something, sometimes we overcome a problem and we have grown so far away from our ideal customer avatar that we're moving away because we're growing. We have grown so far past the problem that you help your ICA that, you know, she's still back there and you're like, you know, a hundred steps ahead of her. So you have lost her. So the beauty about doing market research is that it kind of grounds you in and there might be new things that have popped up that you haven't really looked at. What are some ways that you can do market research? Honestly, if you don't want to hop on any more calls because you have done a thousand of them, I totally hear you. I get you. I would say, 
head over to Amazon and look for some books that are in the area of your expertise. So take a look at the reviews, take a look at the best reviews and the worst reviews, just to kind of give you an, give you an idea. Go to Facebook groups and just kind of, you know, low-key stalk and see what people are saying and just be a fly on the wall and just observe and take note of what are the things people are saying. And this is a form of you uh, doing market research that doesn't involve you getting on phone calls and doing the whole IC work because, listen, I get it. I get it. Whenever I get into a course or a program, if people are like, now we're going to do market research. I'm like, no, like, I know, I know. But I always learn something more when I actually take, you know, an hour out of a day to, to do market research. It really does help out a lot. Now, we're going to move on to phase four, which is to seek counsel. Listen, if left to your own devices, you're going to overthink everything and you're going to burn it down to the ground or you're going to do the wrong thing. Like, let's just be honest here because we're emotional beings and that's what happens. So there are two things you can do here. You can either hire a coach to be very matter of fact and to give you the strategy and to give you, you know, steps A through Z, the things that you need to do, or you can ask one to three people for advice. Now, why am I not telling you to ask five, 10, 15 people? Because the more people you start to ask, the more confusing it's gonna get because different people are gonna have different ideas. You can go right now in a Facebook group and ask your question, your burning question, and you're gonna get a different answer from everybody and there's not gonna be a common thread. So why am I saying ask one to three people? Because you're limiting yourself to three people max and you're not going to start to overthink even more because then people start to give you to give you their opinions, you know? So honestly, if you ask me, I would say hire a coach, somebody who's going to be like, hey, like these are the things we need to do. These are the things we need to pause. These are the things we need to get rid of and just go from there because they are getting paid and it's just an exchange of services and they're not involved in your energy and how you want things to run and, uh, you know, they're emotionally involved in the sense that they want you to succeed, but at the end of the day, they're they're not uh, here to cuddle you and be like, oh, you're so awesome and you're amazing and like your business is great. Like, no, we're not here for that, which might be something that your one to three closest people might do to you. You never know. Now, if you ask me who is my one person, it's my husband because my husband is very matter of fact. My husband is very analytical, data-driven, and he's like straight to the point like too straight to the point if you ask me so you know i would say the less people you ask the better off you are now after you have done all this right so phase one is being said and praying phase two you're regrouping you're really breaking down all the things that you're doing in your business and you're being honest about it phase three you're you're looking at the data you're not analyzing everything you're going back and doing some market research phase four you're seeking counsel you're you're working with somebody to help you um in your business now we're going to get to phase five, which is to get back to basics, because here is the thing, my love. There are only five things that you need to do to grow an, grow an online business, period, end of story. Number one thing you need to do is long-form content. Now, for me, the thing is a podcast, right? What is not long-form content? Instagram is not long-form content. TikTok is not long-form content. Um, anything that's short-lived, like Twitter, th that's not long-form content. Long-form content is a podcast. It is a blog. It is YouTube. It is something that also focuses on SEO. So the thing that these three platforms having have in common that I just mentioned, podcast, YouTube, and blogging, they have SEO in common. 
which is another thing that you need to focus on for you to grow an online business. The next thing you need to do to focus on um, is your messaging slash copywriting, meaning is your messaging on point? Because in this online space, if you're not being clear with what it is that you do, um, if bots don't know what it is that you're doing, you're not going to rank on Google for anything. Um, people are not going to really understand what it is that you do. So your copywriting, your messaging needs to be on point because no matter what, at the end of the day, people are not just consuming your content by watching your video or listening to your podcast episode. They're also heading over to your website and they're reading your sales page. They're reading the things you're putting out and that needs to be on point. And of course, messaging, right? Like the things that you're saying, uh, the, the words coming out of your mouth, they need to relate to your ideal customer avatar. And now the next thing you need is to be consistent. Don't just show up and put out a piece of content and then disappear and then come back again and put out two pieces of content and disappear again. No, show up at least once a week. Listen, I get the pain of being consistent. I promised you guys that I was going to show up on this podcast every day, March, Monday through Friday. And it's a lot. It is a lot. And I was feeling very burned out. A week ago, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, snap. I have two weeks left and I really wanted to quit, but I also wanted to follow through with what I said I was going to do. And I promised myself that I was going to show up every day in March, Monday through Friday. And here we are, we're doing it and life is good. And it is what it is. Do you have to be balls to the wall like this? No, you do not. But you do need to show up consistently on your podcast at least once a week, or I'm sorry, wherever it is that, that you um, show up to do your contest, whether that's a blog or podcast or YouTube. For me, I just assume you're a podcaster. That's why, because podcasting is the goat. But yes, you do have to show up at least once a week and um, don't let your people down. Don't disappear one day because, or for whatever reason, like show up. And the next thing, my love, that you need to do to grow an online business is to sell. Because if you're not selling, then people don't know that you have something to sell. People think that you're there to just cheer them on, to give them words of encouragement, to share your free tips and, 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 and hacks, whatever. And you, let, you need to let people know that they can work with you. And if you think you're selling and you're not making any sales, chances are you're not selling. So your messaging might be off or you're not really pitching. You think you are, but you're not. So... My advice for you is that you go back and listen to episodes um, 247 through 252 of this podcast, which I will leave them all linked for you down below, because I did a whole series. This was back in January, the first week of January, and I did a whole series on um, on the things that I just talked about, which was the long-form content, the SEO, the messaging, the, the consistency, and the selling. I went in-depth on all of these things um, inside of those episodes. So again, I will leave those linked for you in the show notes. But my love, the point I'm trying to make here is that you might be spinning your wheels doing things that are not moving the needle forward in your business. You might be showing up everywhere. And here's the thing. It might feel like you're working so much you know, on your business and you're doing the things and blah, blah, blah. And, and you're not making... Uh, you're not making the impact you want to make, you're not getting the clients, you're not getting the growth you want, but you might be just creating extra work for yourself and stretching out yourself so thin and not seeing results because of it. Sometimes you need to prune away things to actually um, see the results, right? I'm not a gardener by any means. Like I really don't want to understand anything about like flower. I just, I love flowers and, and plants and things like that, but I don't understand anything about like, all the things but I do know this much 
if you have like say a fruit tree and you don't prune the fruit tree next year like whenever the fruit season comes you're not going to be able to get any fruit because you didn't actually prune and the energy of the trees it's been um, dispersed through the entire tree instead of actually going to like a few dedicated branches and living to new fruit i don't really know what i'm saying right now like i i if you're a gardener <laughs> you know what i'm saying you get what i'm saying but the point is you have to prune away things and get very laser focused on the things that actually move the needle forward so that you can grow your business because um, you should not be working your business for fun, meaning like just to put out content and never see a return on investment of, of um, whether it's money or time or whatever, right? So go back and be super honest with yourself, Take which is why the first phase is to be sad because I don't want you to bring your sadness to phases two through five. I want you to come in with your A game, like ready to move on, ready to do the, the thing and don't bring, the, you know, the overwhelm, the overthinking to phases two and three. So take the time to be sad, which is totally okay. And like I said, I just want to say this one more time. I go to the space of overwhelm quite often, despite the fact that I have a successful business, despite the fact that my business makes money and I'm the sole provider for my family. Um, it's stressful, right? But I always go back to these things that I do because you need to get centered sometimes. And listen, listen, as women, we know our hormones are not helping either, which I guess here's a bonus tip. Take a look at where you are in your cycle. Because for me, if I am in luteal phase, which is right before getting my period, your girl is gone. Your girl is overthinking everything. You know what I'm saying? So yes, my love. And by the way, if you're like, you know what? I'm ready to hire a coach. I am here for you. Let's work together. Go back and listen to the strategies calls that I have um, put out on this podcast because my strategy calls are fire. And if you're confused, if you're lost, if you don't know what to do, you're going to want to work with me because my strategy calls are like, here we go. We're going to do this thing. Here is a plan and it's going to be awesome. Anyway, my love, until next time, may you find God's love and peace and I will see you back here tomorrow. Mama, are you working so hard to grow your business but feeling a little bit disheartened by this slow progress? I know it can be so frustrating when the results aren't happening as quickly as you'd like, but I'm here to tell you there's a different way. You don't have to struggle on your own or waste your precious time trying to duct tape a strategy together. Let me help you fast track your success with a clear marketing strategy and direction. Head over to julianabarbati.com to learn how we can work together and take your business to the next level. You deserve to see the growth and income you've been dreaming of. Now, let's make it happen.